Hello, and welcome to the Daily Office Podcast, the no-fuss, no-frills podcast for morning and evening prayer according to the ACNA's 2019 Book of Common Prayer. I'm your host, Andrew Russell, and welcome to Evening Prayer. Before we begin our time together, let's spend a few moments in silence. I will thank the Lord for giving me counsel. My heart also chastens me in the night season. I have set the Lord always before me. He is at my right hand. Therefore, I shall not fall. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light. We sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O Giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The psalm appointed for this evening is Psalm 107, verses 23 through 43. Those who go down to the sea in ships, who carry out their business in great waters, they behold the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For at his word the stormy wind arises, which lifts up the waves. They are carried up to heaven and down again to the deep. Their soul melts away because of the trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man, and are at their wits' end. So when they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, he delivers them out of their distress. For he makes the storm to cease, so that the waves are still. Then they are glad, because they are at rest. And so he brings them into the haven where they desire to be. O that they would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness, and declare the wonders that he does for the children of men. 
that they would exalt him also in the congregation of the people and praise him in the seat of the elders. He turns rivers into a wilderness and water springs into thirsty ground. A fruitful land he makes barren because of the wickedness of those who dwell there. Again, he makes the wilderness into pools of water and dry ground into water springs. And there he sets the hungry that they may build a city to dwell in, that they may sow their land and plant vineyards to yield the fruits of increase. He blesses them so that they multiply exceedingly and does not allow their cattle to decrease. And again, when they are diminished and brought low, through oppression, through any plague or trouble, though he pours contempt on princes and lets them wander in the pathless wilderness, yet he helps the poor out of misery and increases their households like a flock of sheep. The righteous will consider this and rejoice, and the mouth of all wickedness shall be stopped. Whoever is wise will ponder these things and shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the second book of the Maccabees, beginning with the eighth chapter, the first verse. But Judas, who was called Maccabeus, and his companions secretly entered the villages and summoned their kinsmen and enlisted those who had continued in the Jewish faith, and so they gathered about six thousand men. They besought the Lord to look upon the people who were oppressed by all, and to have pity on the temple which had been profaned by ungodly men, and to have mercy on the city which was being destroyed and about to be leveled to the ground, and to hearken to the blood that cried out to him, and to remember also the lawless destruction of the innocent babies and the blasphemies committed against his name, and to show his hatred of evil. As soon as Maccabeus got his army organized, the Gentiles could not withstand him, for the wrath of the Lord had turned to mercy. Coming without warning, he would set fire to towns and villages. He captured strategic positions and put to flight not a few of the enemy. He found the knights most advantageous for such attacks, and talk of his valor spread everywhere. When Philip saw that the man was gaining ground little by little, and that he was pushing ahead with more frequent successes, he wrote to Ptolemy, the governor of Coelosyria, and Phoenicia, for aid to the king's government. And Ptolemy promptly appointed Nicanor, the son of Patroclus, one of the king's chief friends, and sent him in command of no fewer than twenty thousand Gentiles of all nations to wipe out the whole race of Judea. He associated with him Gorgias, a general and a man of experience in military service. Nicanor determined to make up for the king the tribute due to the Romans, two thousand talents, by selling the captured Jews into slavery. And he immediately sent to the cities on the seacoast, inviting them to buy Jewish slaves 
and promising to hand over ninety slaves for a talent, not expecting the judgment from the Almighty that was about to overtake him. Word came to Judas concerning Nicanor's invasion, and when he told his companions of the arrival of the army, those who were cowardly and distrustful of God's justice ran off and got away. Others sold all their remaining property, and at the same time besought the Lord to rescue those who had been sold by the ungodly Nicanor before he ever met them, if not for their own sake, yet for the sake of the covenants made with their fathers, and because he had called them by his holy and glorious name. But Maccabeus gathered his men together, to the number of six thousand, and exhorted them not to be frightened by the enemy, and not to fear the great multitude of Gentiles who were wickedly coming against them, but to fight nobly, keeping before their eyes the lawless outrage which the Gentiles had committed against the holy place, and the torture of the derided city, and besides, the overthrow of their ancestral way of life. For they trust to arms and acts of daring, he said, but we trust in the Almighty God, who is able with a single nod to strike down those who are coming against us and even the whole world. Moreover, he told them of the times when help came to their ancestors, both the time of Sennacherib, when 185,000 perished, and the time of the battle with the Galatians that took place in Babylonia, when 8,000 in all went into the affair with 4,000 Macedonians. And when the Macedonians were hard-pressed, the 8,000, by the help that came to them from heaven, destroyed 120,000 and took much booty. With these words he filled them with good courage and made them ready to die for their laws and their country. Then he divided his army into four parts. He appointed his brothers also, Simon and Joseph and Jonathan, each to command a division, putting fifteen hundred men under each. Besides, he appointed Eliezer to read aloud from the holy book and gave the watchword, God's help. Then, leading the first division himself, he joined battle with Nicanor. With the Almighty as their ally, they slew more than nine thousand of the enemy, and wounded and disabled most of Nicanor's army, and forced them all to flee. They captured the money of those who had come to buy them as slaves. After pursuing them for some distance, they were obliged to return because the hour was late. For it was the day before the Sabbath, and for that reason they did not continue their pursuit. And when they had collected the arms of the enemy and stripped them of their spoils, they kept the Sabbath, giving great praise and thanks to the Lord, who had preserved them for that day and allotted it to them as the beginning of mercy. After the Sabbath they gave some of the spoils to those who had been tortured, and to the widows and orphans, and distributed the rest among themselves and their children. When they had done this, they made common supplication and besought the merciful Lord to be wholly reconciled with his servants. Here ends the reading. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. 
for he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew, beginning with the 27th chapter, the 57th verse. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who also was a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered it to be given to him. And Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen shroud and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had cut in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the entrance of the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were there, sitting opposite the tomb. The next day, that is, after the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember how that impostor said, while he was still alive, After three days I will rise. Therefore order the tomb to be made secure until the third day, lest his disciples go and steal him away and tell the people, He has risen from the dead, and the last fraud will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, You have a guard of soldiers. Go, make it as secure as you can. So they went and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone and setting a guard. Now, after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here for he has risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, 
Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. While they were going, behold, some of the guard went into the city and told the chief priests all that had taken place. And when they had assembled with the elders and taken counsel, they gave a sufficient sum of money to the soldiers and said, Tell people his disciples came by night and stole him away while we were asleep. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread among the Jews to this day. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Now let us confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord and defend us by your mighty power.
Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. Keep, O Lord, your household, the church, in continual godliness, that through your protection it may be free from all adversities and devoutly serve you in good works, to the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, you have surrounded us with a great cloud of witnesses. Grant that we, encouraged by the good example of your servant Edward the Confessor, may persevere in running the race that is set before us, until at last, with him, we attain to your eternal joy. Through Jesus Christ, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, by your death you took away the sting of death. Grant to us, your servants, so to follow in faith where you have led the way, that we may at length fall asleep peacefully in you and wake up in your likeness. For your tender mercy's sake. Amen. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. I now invite you over the next 30 seconds to offer your own intercessions and thanksgivings. Now join me in the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, Give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen.
Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on the Daily Office Podcast. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing so you always have our most current episode ready to go when it's time to pray. Also, if you wouldn't mind, please take just a few seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It helps me to hear your feedback, and it helps others find us more easily as well. Lastly, if you'd like to support the ministry of the Daily Office podcast, you can find a link at the bottom of the show notes where you can give to support the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Now go in peace to love and serve the Lord.